Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take puffy shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, our program recorded live in Seattle, Washington at Central Cinema as part of the Monsters of Podcasting Tour. Let's go. fun, huh, Jordan? Yep. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ah. Great to be here, Seattle, Washington, the city with broad shoulders. Sure, absolutely. Oh, God. The old rat trap. <laughs> right? Amazing. You know what I had to go through to get here, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I mean, I do. I flew because, here on uh, an airplane. You were bitching about it about an hour. I uh, flew here on an we... airplane, and yes. my, my driver's It turns out if your driver's license is expired, they won't rent you a car. <laughs> and uh, calling the Department of Motor Vehicles. I mean, to be fair... Expired license plus blood on your hands. Well, to be really fair, expired license, blood, blood on, on my hands. hands. Not human blood. It was not human blood. If they did a simple DNA test, they would have figured that out. And I was holding out. a pig fetus, sure. which would have been the easy way to figure it out. I know. Because you got to figure it came from the pig. Uh, not real thorough, it hurts. No, They're just not reactionaries. They just react. You know what got me through it, Jordan? Hmm. Being prepared. Like, see that case right down over there? It's where we bring the microphones yes. in. yes. Number one, it's got a red, white, and blue luggage strap for America. Thank you. That's right. You guys love it. Number two, I did some research before I bought this case. I wanted to buy the best case. Shark proof. It said that. Shark proof. Yeah. They'll eat anything. Is that a concern for people who are purchasing cases? (laughs) Whether or not a shark will eat it. What would you put in a case... That you would then have to subserve, you know, survive a shark attack. I think it's foolish. Shark food that you wanted to eat later? Am I the only one? I guess I am. Am I the only one concerned about octopi? Way smarter than a shark. I know. They could operate the latches. Sure. If you gave them enough time. They could uh, trick you into buying a timeshare. These are all octopus concerns I have. He's got a list, folks. He's got a list. Um, Jordan, quick qu- I have a question yes. for you. I, the reason that I'm able to like spend my days flying into you know, strange cities, no offense, and, um, and doing these kind of exciting you know, shark-proof entertainment programs is because I don't have a real job. You know, I'm a no. public radio host. No. I just, you know, you know, what do I do? Yeah, in a yeah, given day, uh, nothing for, for, really. For those of you who don't know, Jesse makes a radio show uh, in his house. Yeah, like literally in my apartment, and I'm usually not dressed. Yeah. If somebody's coming over, you'll dress. I'll dress. You know, it's just like basic stuff. But you actually work, you had to get actual time yeah, off work. Yeah, I You work um, in a real office. Yeah, I, I, I work in an office situation, a. Um, you know, a, a pretty standard, uh, it's a big room and there's four it's desks like, it's and a, people are coming and going. It's, it's, it's an the office. usual, it's a just, uh, just imagine any, you know, extreme sports 
television program uh, that you've ever worked on, it's like that. Yeah. It's really typical. Um, anyways, and here's something that I have to deal with a lot, working in an office environment that you don't. And I don't know, maybe, Jesse, maybe if this whole radio thing doesn't work out for you, you will have to go into office work, uh, maybe temping. Jordan, i got to be honest with you. The radio thing is not working out for me, and I am stuck with it, so. Well, uh, I mean, soon your wife will leave you. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, the, the natural reaction to that is temp jobs. Okay, sure. Um, anyways, uh, so a phenomenon that other people who have office close quarters jobs might know about is whether you're in a conversation or not, having to at least listen to a conversation that you might find uh, obnoxious or retarded. Um. And I feel like I'm, I'm in these a lot. Uh, your coworkers or satellite work people or someone visiting the office will start a conversation, one that I don't want to listen to, but I'm kind of forced to, you know, participate at least, at least by hearing it. And here's what I wanted to do, Jesse. Uh, I have a couple of conversation okay. scenarios. I have the beginnings to some conversations uh, that you might overhear, and I just want to hash this out with you. Uh, I think between us, we should decide which of these is a worse conversation to have to listen to. Okay. Which Given are, these opening lines, which of these which will be the of most these annoying is the worst conversation, conversation that's usually going on, say, in the cubicle next to you? Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, I'll give you two options, and okay. we'll hash this out. Option one, I'm fine if people want to be religious, just don't shove it in my face. It's nowhere good that that conversation can keep go. In mind, keep in mind this is an office, not a dorm room. Okay. So basically, if you're in a dorm room, we can let that one slide. Uh, you know, if you have a, yeah, if you have a collection of uh, Smirnoff ice bottles on a windowsill, we'll go ahead and say that's okay, but if you're Usual adult, suspects poster. Sure. <laughs> Lord of the Rings box set. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Or, but not in a professional situation. No, absolutely not. Not even business casual. Uh, thing number two. Uh, I understand oppression because my family is Irish. Again, so that's which not... of these? Which of these is something you would want to? And keep in mind, these are these these are the starts of twenty-minute, thirty-minute conversations. So gut reaction, what are you thinking? Um, you know, my initial reaction is, is to go Ireland. Mm -hmm. um, of course, because I work in public media, um, I've experienced a lot of Ireland-related PBS specials. Sure. Um, can I claim that? Because I'm a public radio host, that's why I'm watching them? <laughs> why am I watching them? I, 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 you know, like where three know. fat guys are singing Danny Boy, <laughs> and then they're selling you the DVD at the break. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. I don't. But, okay, but well. yes, uh, so... Yeah, and I'm yeah. the hip public radio guy, right? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so that's... So, yeah. so that's, okay, so... It could so possibly lead so to a parade. That's another downside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so both of these, I think, okay, I think here's the... Uh, the thing about the, the religious thing is that... It's said loud and in such a way to that if there is a religious person within earshot, it's basically he's basically doing it to start a fight because right. he wants to fight in the office for some reason. Right. Uh, because he's mad about 
his upbringing. So he knows who in the office is religious. Sure, yes, uh, absolutely. Who goes to church? Who's you know wears a crucifix around their neck? Sure. Who wears a papal a pope? One of those. Yeah. Who may or may not have played bass for Creed at one point? Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, and uh, who's so always he, talking about Billy Graham's son's tattoos? Sure. Something, something, Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> um, so, so one of those. So I, I, I have a feeling that the Irish thing, people will just glaze over while the person talks about their Irish pride, uh, how it causes them to be able to hold their liquor, and then, and then for them to list off five other nationalities. Czech, Dutch, and a little Cherokee. And you could just, you know, that'll happen. Your eyes can glaze over, and you can just, like, ignore them. And there's possible positives. There's positives to it. If... And not all people who claim Irish... Well, all people who claim Irish heritage are at least three generations away from Ireland. But some might, for example, belong to an Irish-American social club. Okay. Which is a big positive. I'm guessing... Anything with a social club. I'm guessing that the person who is loudly declaring this in my office does not. Is not a member of the social club. That's true. Yeah. Um... So I don't know. Let's make a decision here. What do you think? I'm going to say that the, the the worst one is the Irish one. You're right. Thank you. Congratulations. Give them a hand, folks. Thanks, folks. Uh, you think you got time for one more? Thanks for your support. Absolutely. Let's okay. Let's do one more. I'm one for one so far. Thing okay. Thing one. I'm really good at this. Yeah. You know who's great live? Thing two. You know, you know what I just heard from different corners of this room, just sort of like a sound bouncing back and forth. Ozo Motley. Ozo Motley. Ozo Motley. Spearhead featuring Michael Franti. <laughs> Thing two. It's like, it's like Vermont in the fall. Seattle in the evening. Sure. It's Michael Franti. Michael Franti. Uh, thing two. Well, technically, I don't consider myself a Republican or a Democrat. <laughs> That's thing two. Right. So which is so which is worse? I mean, I guess it's possible that the person who says, you know, who's great live would say Neil Young or something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, this can be anything. This can be Neil Young, uh, Death Cab for Cutie, KRS One. It's uh, probably KRS One. It may or may not be. Could be anything. Could be Depeche Mode for all we know. If it's KRS One, you know what you should really be saying. You know who's apeshit bonkers? KRS One. <laughs> yes. Uh. Yeah, and and here's the thing. I, you know, uh, music journalism uh, is a great thing when sure. done right. Grill Marcus. Sure, someone else. <laughs> two for two. Um, but I'm guessing that the person in your office saying this uh, is a dummy and just and then that, that you know who's great live Depeche Mode. Very powerful. Great story. Glad, glad I listened to that. Wow, because they're the pa- really is, powerful. Oh my God! It's less impactful for the listener. You paint such a picture. The listener of Depeche Mode didn't take E first. Yeah, they, yes, there you go. Uh, Person telling the story was was on the E when they went to the Depeche Mode show. 
so that was one. And the other one, okay, so what are, you, what are your immediate feelings on? Well, I don't consider myself a Republican or a Democrat. Well, they're probably going to talk to you about Ron Paul. That's one of my concerns. <laughs> my initial Dr. concern... Dr. Ron Paul, Jesse. Is the, I know that if I hear the words Ron Paul or if I hear Peter Conejo... I'm out of there. <laughs> you know, somebody might somebody might like say they they just like to know what uh, uh, like uh, you know Ariana Huffington thinks on something because sure. she's independent minded. Uh, you don't have to run, but if you hear Dennis Kucinich, just pretend you're you've fallen asleep on your desk <laughs> or under your desk. Sure, that's where you hide your snacks. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> It's going to be because it's going to be a long talk. Yeah, and the, yeah, the, I, I have a feeling that the uh, uh, I have a feeling that the concert one is going to be short. If you ignore it, they'll stop. But the I think that the politics one tell is you, more do, obnoxious because there's passion. They behind do it. about fifty percent hits, fifty percent new stuff. But the new stuff sounds really great. Yeah, totally great live. Um, okay. Then something about B sides. Um. Well, I'm, uh, after careful consideration yes. um, and given my concerns about uh, various members of the Green Party, um, I'm going to go, technically, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Guess what, Jesse? You're right. Yes! Uh, congratulations. You're, you're, you're well on your way to being uh, an office dick. Oh, thank you so much, That's Jordan. Great. Thank you so much. Man, I'm, I was really good at that game. You were good at that. Hey gang, it's Jesse. You know, this show marks the beginning of the Max Fun Drive. Once a year, we here at Max Fun World Headquarters break into your regular programming to ask you to support the work that we're doing. We only do it once a year and we only do it for two weeks, but we need to do it because your support is what buys the fuel that powers the speedboat of MaximumFun.org. Right now at MaximumFun.org, you can pledge to make a monthly donation to support this thing. It can be 2 bucks a month, 5 bucks, 10 20 100 or 200 If you care about this thing, we've got a donation level you can afford. And here's the best part of all. When you give, you get presents. I'll be back in a little bit to talk more about the thank you gifts we're offering this year. But for now, let's get back to the stage of Central Cinema in Seattle. Uh, hey, you know what I'm not good at? Uh, yeah, I do. Can I guess? You may. Um, I'm just going to guess sure. based on some past... Based on the plan we made. <laughs> Earlier. Well, I know that this has been a problem for you in your life, sure. Jordan. The problem of, and it's a problem for a lot of people who fancy themselves to be humorous. Sure. Um, it, it's the problem of entering a social situation. Um, you're talking to people, and you make a joke that you think is great, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's like upsetting or bothersome to the people that you're with. Yes, this is a, a frequent problem. And uh, because I'm such a performer and because I have a, I, I have a theater background, uh, Doug Gibbs, our town, high school. <laughs> because I have a theater background, I instinctively sell a joke. Uh, the eyebrows go up. I'm speaking to the balcony. Uh, he has a bottle of seltzer that he carries with him. Sure, exactly. <laughs> uh, I have an iPhone app that's a rim shot. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. Um... 
uh, so yeah, so I make these situations worse by performing the joke, and that, and even like pausing for the laugh too, because that's that's something else you have to learn in theater. Pause for the laugh, uh, but I'm pausing for the glares, basically. Is I'm this, pausing for the contempt. Is this something that you that is on your mind currently because of a particular instance of making a bad decision? Yes, it is, Jesse. Okay. Want to hear about it? Well, it's in the plan. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as Jesse mentioned uh, earlier, um, my job is working for an extreme sports television show. It doesn't just action cover... Action sports, Action Jordan. sports, I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't just cover... Uh, it doesn't just cover extreme sports, but it covers, you know, just kind of anything young dude related. Anything that could potentially sell a Slim Jim to someone. <laughs> as a good rule of thumb that I might have to work at it. Um... And um, so I was in, in Las Vegas. Now, uh, I want to, for people who weekend. don't know the show, sure. are you extreme at all? Uh, no, not in the, no, not in the least. Do I you would, know how um, to surf a board? Uh, in a pinch, but I won't enjoy it. I'll have a puss on the whole time. <laughs> I'll just be, no. I wish I was warmer. Let's just... <laughs> Let's just say you were called My upon. My feels funny. Let's just say you were called to per, called upon to perform in a uh, professional inline skating context. Uh, would you rise to the occasion? Uh, no, no, absolutely okay. not. So you're no, not, not. You're culturally, there may be some different difference between you and some of your colleagues. Uh, yes, I mean, yes, sure, uh, absolutely. Um, Anyways, we were in Las Vegas and at the at the Hard Rock Hotel. It's sort of and casino. like it's a little bit like when I go to like a public radio conference and reference something that's happened since 1965. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, it's exactly like that. Um, so, anyways, uh, we're, I'm at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, and and they have a thing every Sunday called uh, rehab. Uh, Sunday morning, a thing called rehab goes on. And it's a it's a cute cheeky joke because it's it's kind of meant to be the after party to Saturday night. It's a big Sunday pool party. It's very boozy. Uh, it's 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 a very loud thing. There How would is, you compare this to the House of Blues Sunday Gospel Brunch? Uh, I would say it is ninety percent more like MTV's The Grind. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. And the, the Gospel Sunday is a little bit like The Grind. This uh, is basically it, identical. Gospel Sunday is sort of like uh, 10% The Grind, 90% Blue Brothers 2000. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> 120 minutes. That's a really specific reference. Thank you. Um, so anyway, so this We will thing be is graded like after the show on the specificity of our references. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I'm at this thing, and there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of uh, uh, butts are being shaken. Okay. Uh, not mine. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't like to, you know, move in a rhythmic way. Really. I'll do right. like a. I'll do like a funny walk if Train in Vain comes on. Sure. <laughs> I'll do a funny walk, maybe a little shoulder dance to okay. Train in Vain. But you're. Do we have that queued up? No, that's fine. <laughs> but your mother gave it to you, and you don't see any need to. Sure, yeah. Right. To display it in some sort of It's between manner. you and your mother. Sure. And God. I understand. And <laughs> Dr. Ron Paul. <laughs> um, Did you know that about Dr. Ron Paul? He calls in Jordan to... 
Give him a little of the old. You implying that I blow Ron Paul? No, Are you implying just... before a packed house that me and Ron Paul have some sort of fellatio arrangement? No, a sexy dance. Just a sexy dance. I'm sorry. Well, it's the blowjob thing, so just for future reference. Sorry. Excuse me. Uh, no, no, no problem. Sorry if I'm trying to be classy. No, 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 So anyway, so I'm I'm uncomfortable with this thing, and uh, and if I could if I could sum up the crowd to this thing, it, it would be that everyone there's greatest aspiration in life is to someday own either a jet ski or another jet ski. <laughs> A lot of... For races. <laughs> sure, right. Uh, a lot of tribal tattoos um, by non-tribesmen. Right. Uh, yes. And a lot of, like, t-shirts that, like, trick someone into looking at your penis. Um, They've got those now. So anyway, so I'm uncomfortable and decide to uh, get drunk. Right. Uh, booze is available uh, to me. I mean, this is the Hard Rock Cafe, so... That's right. <laughs> Less Claypool, anyone? <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I'm drunk uh, and, uh, and find myself uh, talking to this woman... And for some reason, the subject is her tattoos. Sure. Um, and she's telling me the new tattoos. Some, sometimes when people have tattoos, it just comes up somehow. Sure. <laughs> and she's telling me about the new tattoos she wants to get. And um, she's like, I want to get uh, two quotes uh, down each of my sides. One, I want to say... Just breathe. That's quote one. It's the first quote. Like, it's a famous quote. Is that Thoreau? Uh, Is that from Walden? I think that's from Walden. It's from Walden. Okay. Um, oh, it's from the island of the blue dolphin. <laughs> um, I want one quote to say, just breathe. And I haven't figured out what I want the other one to say. <laughs> And I suggest, uh, how about you make it say, you got to come back with me, Marty, back to the future. <laughs> There's popular quotes. And, uh, and then I am looked at like uh, some sort of vomiting leper. When in fact you're like a human Bartlett's quotation. Yeah, and she says what? And she says what does that mean? Uh, and I said, well, it's a very popular quote from Back to the Future. <laughs> and then I left. So that happened. She has she had a strong interest in them being symmetrical. I think. Yeah, one it had to be another you know kind of short. Yours might have been a little wordy. One. Sure, it's a little wordy, and it's gonna be an old English too. So I feel like that's, somebody's you know, just gonna. 
Somebody's gonna punch you. <laughs> yeah, like a lady. Sure. Specifically, a lady is gonna punch the you. Ladies. A fella's not gonna punch you because they know. Yeah, you know what's on. what? Are they, what are they gonna prove? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But a lady could punch you. Sure, absolutely. At a pool party? You bet. Oh yeah. And I'm drunk too, so I'll just go down. Yeah. I will go You'll down. You'll probably hard. die in the pool. Sure. Here's hoping. Yeah. Check I don't really wish vomit. death upon my best friend. Yeah, I'm great. Um, uh, so do you that wanna... was something. <laughs> well, I think that's sort of like a leitmotif in your life. Yeah. Just make a joke. Uh, the kind of joke that you'd feel comfortable repeating here, but shouldn't have said to a drunk lady at the Hard Rock Cafe pool Make party. a joke, slink away. <laughs> um, um, we're, in, we're in Seattle, Washington. Sure. The great city, and, beautiful you know. city of Seattle, Washington. Home of Mr. Ken Griffey Jr. Sure. Mr. John Space Needle. It's the Space Needle's first name. Uh, oh, I, I had assumed it was the man who created the, who the Space Needle was named no, after. No, the but... space the Space Needle is actually um, uh, on the city council. Oh. He has a little office. He doesn't he go into it, but it's like a formal. In this so that famous donut shop. You guys have a famous donut shop in Portland. Ah, oh, fuck. What's it called? Top pot? Top top? Pit pot? <laughs> top gear. Hey gang, it's Jesse again. I promised I'd tell you what you get for donating to MaximumFun.org during the Maximum Fun Drive May 1st through 15th. So, here goes. First of all, no matter what level you choose to pledge at, you get a Max Fun Pack. That's a letterpress printed Maximum Fun Club membership card and some of our awesome stickers. We've got new designs, by the way. But if you give more, you get more. Give five bucks a month or more, and you'll get our new Max Fun shirt, designed by the winner of our Max Fun T-shirt contest. It's only available during this pledge drive. Plus, you'll get the Max Fun pack. Give ten or twenty bucks a month, and you'll get all of the above. Plus, one of our hundreds of awesome thank you gifts donated by publishers and comedians and music labels around the country. There's a full list at maximumfun.org, but you can check out say, Louis C.K.'s latest DVD, or Larry Wilmore's book, or the new Mitch Hedberg CD, or a deluxe edition of the graphic novel Ghost World, or any one of a bunch of other great thank you gifts. Give 100 bucks a month, and you're one of Jordan's Platinum Angels. You'll get all of the above, all the stuff we just mentioned, plus dinner in L.A. with Jesse and friends the night before Max FunCon, or lunch with Jesse some other time when you're in town. Give 200 bucks a month, and you're one of Jesse's Golden Eagles. You'll get all of the above, the shirt, a prize, the Max Fun Pack, lunch in L.A. with Jesse, plus free priority registration at Max Fun Con 2010. Look, whether you make a little bit of money or a lot, you can help support the work we're doing here at MaximumFun.org during this pledge drive. Just visit us online and click on Donate and watch the good karma and the great presents come rolling in. La, la, la. Um, anyway, watched Top Gear before. I, that isn't that show, a Game Gear game? That, is that a game for the Sega Game okay, Gear? Okay, Top Gear is a BBC show that is mm. the least thing of any show on television. It is less of a thing than Flavor of Lover or <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hard in Love or whatever it's called. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan in Love. Yeah. 
this is what happens on this show. Like I so somebody I asked this is on Top Gear you're talking Top about. Top Gear, it's an English show. There's a big guy and a little guy and they drive cars. But it's not like I saw somebody told me you should watch this show Top Gear because I was bored I, and I asked on Twitter what show should I watch and somebody said you should watch the show Top Gear. Yeah. So I downloaded What a surprise. Somebody on Twitter suggests something from the BBC. So <laughs> Um, well, I'd already seen you like the primeval? Mighty Bush. You like primeval? Um, so there's, I watched an early episode, and the early episode was sort of like any weekend car show, like there's a segment where they're fixing things and a segment where they race things and that kind of thing, right? Okay, sure. That's, and it was a little bit, I'm going to, it was boring. But then I saw a later episode, and I think it's one of those things where you run out of setups like, you know the show Mythbusters? Yeah. Like, those aren't myths. Like, the, originally there were... The, they sure, were Pop Rocks and Coke. And, yeah, and, uh, and now it's just like... Now they're just like, can we knock a building down? Yeah. Have you ever heard the, the myth? myth? that we can't knock a building down. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Can that red-headed woman wear a bikini? <laughs> That's a myth. They've been saying for years that that red-headed woman cannot prance around in a bikini for an entire segment, and they proved America wrong. And in this Top Gear, this is, I saw an episode of Top Gear, this is what they did. They got some Vauxhalls, which yeah. is, I believe, an English car, and then they just drove them really far. <laughs> and there's nothing happening. It's not gas? even a race. It's not a race. No. And it's not about the things they're driving past. It's about the Vauxhalls. <laughs> it's about the length of the drive. Yeah, exactly. And like what parts fall off first. That was really like one of the big things. What'll, what'll fall off first? The, you know, oh, we broke the window. That was a big, like one of those big moments Broke. of tension, you know, like sure, where you cut to a commercial. Break. Yeah, will the window break? Okay. Anyway, that's I I I want to get this commercial for biscuits. I want to get back to this sort of Twitter Seattle sure. vibe that we had going on a, a minute ago. Um, we, we love to play games when we're doing these live shows on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan and I really like to compete, particularly. Sure. Um, we thought of a game earlier. They I wouldn't let us do wanna... the uh, dick contest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said no. <laughs> Said no to the dick contest. Um, it's who can make the best spotted dick. So I yeah. Just, it was weird that I don't know. Um, who was named Richard the best? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richard uh, Branson. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, I'm looking out in the audience. I, I don't know. What you you want to do this contest? Yeah, George? sure. Uh, okay, Jesse and I uh, are both pretty uh, socially in tune guys. We Absolutely. Can, we can read people. We're the Kennedy of our time. Uh, we're very observant. Not John F. Kennedy. 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 Yeah. I'm Matt Penfield from 120 Minutes. <laughs> um, right. I'm, hey, what? Never mind. The bad news is I'm game show hosting Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's actually conservative. She's AM conservative talk radio Kennedy now. Did you know that? No, I didn't she know has, that. Yeah, in LA, she has a conservative talk radio show where she talks about uh, illegal immigration and how a fence would solve it. Oh. <laughs> a um, traditional theme. Sure. Anyways, so Jesse and I are very in tune, and we know that Seattle's a very hip town. One of the hippest towns. And people I who wouldn't would you come, say? I mean, am yeah. I right? Ken Griffey Jr., for example. And people who would come to a podcast taping are, you know, probably young people, pretty, pretty tech savvy. They're so, pretty sexy. Yeah. I'm looking at them right now. I'm so freaking sexy. Je so Jesse and I assumed there would probably be at least a handful of 
hipsters in the audience. Now look, I know everybody that's a hipster thinks they're not a hipster, wants to complain about hipsters. The fact of the matter is that we know what a hipster is, it's not us, and we can and should make fun of it. Sure. <laughs> so here's what we want to do. We want to prove which of us is more in tune to our audience. We're each going to pick someone in the audience, and if you would, please come up on stage. Uh, I'm going to try and pick the bigger hipster than Jesse. So okay. we're going to try, and we're going to ask you a series of hipster-related questions. John Moltz? What does that mean? Listen, I don't care what he does with his dead skin. <laughs> don't yell out the name of your buddy. That'll just make us not pick him. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to pick some... If you're going to yell something out, it should be Jay Buner. <laughs> what? What does that mean? What's okay. Jay Buner? Um, long story. Uh, oh, yeah, don't let me in I've been it. told not to do this anymore, show. so I'm cutting it off at that. Um, <laughs> we have to oh, pick a baseball somebody. thing? <laughs> Sorry, God. Okay, I just didn't know. Sorry. Um, no, can I? Do uh, you want to pick? I'll give you first pick. I think I won the last one of these, so I'll give you first pick. Okay, and I'm I'll picking just... this guy in the third row with the sport coat over his T-shirt. Right there. Would you, you sir. Would you come up on stage, come please? On guys get acquainted. I'm going to go get mine. Wait. He's going to... Jordan's going to go take a seat here. Now, tell me, tell me what your name is. Albert. Albert, um, just for... If folks are listening at, lo at home, I'm going to talk a little bit about what you're wearing right now. You're wearing a, a gray jean. Um, you've got, uh, you've got shell toe Adidas sneakers on. Oh, yeah. Quick question. Are you, are you in run DMC? <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a, establishing a baseline. No, no. Okay. No. Fair enough. Um, you got a corduroy sport coat on looks like. Um, and let, let's see that t-shirt there. Is that a graphic tee? I'd say where the wild things are t-shirt. <laughs> and I want to point out that Opening it's June 17th. Uh, and it's also got right here, uh, it has metallic print. So sure. that's just worth noting, metallic print. <laughs> metallic print on the T-shirt. Um, Jordan, what do you got over there? Uh, the, uh, this is Sarah. Uh, oh, Sarah fuck. has... Uh, <laughs> uh, Sarah has a tiny... Are you in this with me or not, Edgar? <laughs> We're going to do this thing, right? So Sarah has tiny rectangular Jordan, uh, glasses. Jordan, have you ever seen the movie The Englishman who went up a hill and came down a mountain? No. My hill just turned into a fucking mountain just now. <laughs> I got a diesel shirt underneath. He's got a diesel shirt under his first shirt! Oh. He's wearing two graphic tees. My mom gave it to me. Ooh, awesome. You just opened up a can of shit, Thorn. Um, this is Sarah. Sarah is wearing rectangular glasses, uh, red frames. Uh, she has a ponytail, uh, and the top of her hair does the top of hair wave hump. I'm going to confirm that. That's a way, uh, definitely a wave hump. We got cardigan sweater uh, sure. over 
blouse that maybe used to be a tablecloth until she knitted it? It's possible, Jordan. I, I did not knit it, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, crocheting, because it's different. <laughs> Fucking craft Nazis, Jesus Christ. Just trying to make conversation. Sorry, I'm sorry if we don't work in the textile industry. <laughs> sorry if we don't want to get our hands chopped off. We're in a machines. little thing called show business. Yeah. And by we, we, I mean Jordan. I'm in public. We radio. wipe your ass. <laughs> sorry, we wipe our ass with your textiles. Is what I was gonna say. Um, and uh, she's kind of wearing a uh, kind of slip-on, kind of sand, kind of slipper kind of thing. Sure. I mean, I think you could. I you said tablecloth. I might have gone a cute apron. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think we're right here. We're in the same sure. area. So we're going to ask you guys a series of three questions. Please answer honestly. And the one, uh, the, the, the one that, it, uh, that appears the most hipster uh, at the end uh, will be declared the winner. Okay. Should I go first? You can go first, yeah. Okay. Edgar. <laughs> Edgar? Sure. It's wrong? Yeah. Shit. I'm trying to do it. It's not a joke like in uh, You Look Nice Today. I met him before the show, too, briefly. Okay. He's not a plant. i make that clear. Okay. Here's the statement. This is an agree or disagree, and be brutally, brutally honest. Remember, this is a competition. This is for the public record. Okay. Lady Gaga is basically the same thing as Ace of Base. Agree or disagree? Agree. Oh, fuck! Fuck! Uh, That's one point for right, Jordan. Sarah, here we go. Not only have you deleted your MySpace profile, but you talked to all your friends about wanting to delete your Facebook profile. <laughs> I only use my MySpace to keep up with my younger sister. Ooh, ouch. Okay, still still have it. Okay, that's a point for Jesse. Okay, fair enough. That's a point for Jesse. Okay. Edgar. Are there some people in your neighborhood who do not speak English well, but you consider to be your friends? <laughs> Family. He said family. Oh, that's totally not hipster. That's a point for no. Jordan. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. That, uh, okay. Absolutely not fitting in with the hipster ethos. Your turn, Jordan. Uh, okay, Sarah. You have at least one product that you purchase regularly at a co-op. Yes, we do a fruit and vegetable co-op. Oh, oh, he's the fucking boss of the co-op, asshole. Fuck me. Okay. Okay, this one is a two-part question. Have you ever bought anything? This is part one. Have you ever bought anything at the Army-Navy store? Or the workwear store, the Ben Davis store, you might call it. Well, not Ben Davis, but like... Uh, Dickies. Sure, sure. Yeah, and okay, Army, Navy, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Part two of the question. Are you in the service or a laborer? 
And if you if you are in the service, yeah. God bless you in your in your sacrifice. I was, so I recognized the quality. Was no, it? no, I'm not going to accept that. What? He was in the. You were. He was, you were in the service. That is yeah. not something that yeah. a hipster is. You were yeah. in the service. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was. That's he serious. was a laborer that's once, and right? yeah, that was. I was. No. Yeah. Points. That's a point for me. Fuck my balls. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Let's take it home. Let's take it home. Let's take it home. You own a certain kind of bike, i.e., fixed gear. <laughs> Stay with me. And you're suspicious of people that own other kinds of bikes. For instance, 10-speed. Now, this to clarify. Oh, sure, sure. This is not just a fixed gear, but you own a, a type kind of, of bike, bike. And that includes motorized bikes. So we say Vespa, moped, fixed gear, one big wheel, one tiny wheel. Sure. <laughs> Old-time bike. Right. I had an ironic bike, but it wasn't a fixie. <laughs> Jesse, she's had an ironic bike. Give me eight points. Well, um, it looks like the final score is <laughs> Jesse one and Jordan all. Can we give them a hand? Give it a give the hipsters a hand. And how about, how about a hand for Edgar for protecting our nation? What good sports, huh? They're great sports. I think Edgar was a little mad at me. Uh, well, sure, I mean, you're a dick. So. <laughs> Hey, it's Jesse one more time. If all my prattling on about thank you gifts and pledge levels hasn't convinced you to donate, let me try out one last line of reasoning. More than 40 folks who already donate to MaximumFun.org have challenged you to do the same. Some folks like Kelly Testerman have pledged a dime for every new donor during the drive. Some like our pal Scott Simpson from You Look Nice Today have pledged a dollar. All these folks already give, but they're giving more sort of walkathon style to get you to get up off your rear, go to the computer, and click on Donate. So, if you don't want to hear it from me, maybe you want to hear it from Carrie or Martha or Wayne or Will or Rick or Claire or Ron or Rebecca or Russ or Alex or Dudley. For every new donor, these existing donors have pooled their money to give 10 bucks to MaximumFun.org. No matter what level the new donor is pledging at, $10. That's commitment. Visit MaximumFun.org and donate now. Jordan, we've come to probably, I would say, the most important part of the program. Sure. Um, the if there, final part. Yeah, if there's, if there's any servers out there, we could, we could use four small glasses uh, with some ice in them. And if you happen to have it, a, a lemon and a knife, um, That'd so be great four, too. four little glasses with ice and a, and a lemon and a knife, um, we'll, okay, great. We got Perfect. a lemon down here. So we do need a knife and four small glasses with ice in them. Um, uh, so here comes a lemon. That's a Meyer lemon. A special freshly kind of lemon. So that's a thousand points for her. <laughs> for, 
knowing the difference between different kinds of lemons. Um, I would characterize it as a yellow lemon. So. It's got uh, a green stemmy. Now, a, a lot of you folks out there, maybe you don't read the New Yorker like I do, and you haven't seen the advertisements. Uh, maybe you're not familiar with the world of compelling faux Italian jingles. Um, and maybe you don't follow carefully the career of various people who've been featured on the television program Taxi. Um, but Ladies Danny and gentlemen, Judd Hirsch! Judd Hirsch is not That's here. That's just Merlin. That's Merlin. Um, as it turns out, uh, the great Danny DeVito um, has created uh, uh, his own special celebrity liqueur, Danny DeVito's Lemoncello. Um, uh, and specifically, it is, uh, from my understanding, based on the theme song, uh, Taste of Life from this famous fellow. Uh, the famous fellow being Danny DeVito. Um, and so we took this as inspiration to create a signature beverage. Um, every great podcast, uh, as you know, has a signature cocktail. Except, uh, except for stuff you missed in history class, which just encourages you to huff paint. Um, but that totally gets that, you high. That's to say, yeah, I get you, you fucked up. High. You get fucked up. You get super fucked up, and Huge it's cheap. Huge boner. Um, so... <laughs> Do you get a... Yeah. Is that what... Oh, huff and paint? Man. I guess okay. it's just never happened to me when I've done that. Yeah, well... Uh, I, I get super high. Try it when you're going you to town. Out, do you barf out of your nose? <laughs> no. Man. Yeah. Anyways. So, anyway. so, so okay. Danny um, DeVito's Limoncello. Uh, uh, unanimously the best celebrity spirit. But there is a close second. Oh, is there ever a close second? Now, you guys may have heard of a celebrity named Dan Aykroyd. Uh, you might be familiar with his movies. Um, I'm talking about... Crossroads, uh, starring Britney Spears and others. <laughs> So, uh, Danny Aykroyd, as I call him, um, I know him as Danny, um, also has a fascination with the paranormal. In fact, that's where the uh, original uh, inspiration for Ghostbusters sure. came from. Um, and as, as far as we can tell, based on reading recent quotations about the possi possibility of Ghostbusters 3, he thinks uh, that all the stuff in Ghostbusters is real, including the laser beams. Um... <laughs> Not the real... Ironically, he doesn't think the stuff in the real Ghostbusters is real. No. Um, and, and he actually says that he dreamed Rick Moranis. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is why you don't see much of him these days. No, uh-uh. Um, so he has used this... I hear uh, uh, My Blue Heaven 2 is coming out on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Only. It's like straight to DVD. He Steve is, Martin isn't in it. He has used this fascination... Well, they just replaced him with Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's used this fascination with the paranormal. He's taken it and transferred it into the spirit world, sure. if you will. I didn't prep that. I just thought of that. Um, the spirit world with a product called Crystal Head Vodka. Now, you may know from, Danny, uh, from Dan Aykroyd telling you about it in a weird internet video yeah. that this is... A famous thing from the Aztecs all over the world and ghosts. 
He's insane, and he made a vodka that comes in a skull. That's basically like... Just that's to the, summarize. That's the long and the short of it. Uh, have we got... Um, is Rebecca here? Is Rebecca here somewhere? Rebecca, come on up here. Come on up here. Uh, this Rebecca is Rebecca, hand, folks. Um, Rebecca, have a seat here. Uh, Rebecca was kind enough to uh, bring us this bottle here. Now, you may not recognize it without one of your favorite film and television stars <laughs> and uh, also some kind of liar or something like that that he holds in the advertisement. But this is Danny DeVito's Lemoncello. Um, did you, Rebecca, did you, uh, did you, where did you, did you get this at one of uh, Washington State's highly regulated? Famous liquor stores, yes, okay. I did. Um, that's fantastic. I'm so happy. Um, and is Guy in the audience here? Guy. Guy. Do we have Guy here? Um, is our thing fucked? Yeah. We got some Crystal, Crystal Head Vodka. Someone actually brought some Crystal Head guy, Vodka. Guy. Is there a Guy? Awesome. Did you bring Crystal Head Vodka or what? Who is bringing it? This guy this has guy. it. Hey, is there a guy? guy that I was talking to? Okay, so uh, guy, come on up yeah, here. Yeah, give him a hand, everybody. Yes, guy. Now, wow. In order, in order to get Rebecca to bring this, uh, Danny Sorry, DeVito's. Sorry, cocktail stirs. We'll get to that later. In order to get Rebecca, uh, in order to get Rebecca uh, to bring this Danny DeVito's limoncello, uh, I got her husband in for free. And guy, I promised I would give uh, forty dollars, which is what this fucking vodka costs. What? So there you go. Now. I know what you're. I, I know what you're wondering. Is there? Could we get an? Is there possible? Is there a knife back there that we could get? Maybe. Yeah, do we have a, Somebody could run to the kitchen. Throw a knife. Throw a knife. Just throw a knife on up to the stage. Whoa! Someone actually did. What did someone throw? All right, Paul Hogan, get out of here. Um, just okay, we got it. We got a knife right here. Nice. Oh, this is perfect. That'll really cut that lemon. Um. Oh, it's working. Yeah, it is actually Turns out working. a Meyer lemon is well known for being What's, cuttable no, with I a don't. butter knife. <laughs> this um, man has a multi-tool in his pocket. He brought... Yeah. Our signature You're going to need that to de-poison your snake bite. I don't know what you need Our that signature for. drink um, is one part uh, Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Head Vodka. One part Danny DeVito's world-famous Lemoncello. It's a taste of life from that famous fellow. And uh, one part, uh, Canada Dry Ginger Ale, celebrating Dan Aykroyd's Canadian heritage. Um, now, we call this drink uh, a Minnesota Danny. Um, it was contributed by uh, one of the members of our forums, The Name, uh, who did the research. We asked somebody to do the research. And uh, you may know that Danny DeVito is a famous movie producer. And uh, we were talking about some of the great movies Dan Aykroyd has made in the last 15 yeah, years. There. Um, one of them was produced by Danny DeVito. Uh, it's a little movie called Feelin' Minnesota. Hence the name, the Minnesota Danny. So what we're going to do, I'm an experienced cocktail waitress. I'm going to pour some of this in here. Well, a lot came out. Okay. Here's this actual crystal head full of vodka. Now, <laughs> this is... And yes. then, oh, do I have to pour this in here? Okay. Is, now, this is, now, if you're wondering what this is filtered with, 
triple diamonds. Um, according to the video, it's filtered with triple, triple diamonds. diamonds. And we're going to put some of this in here. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I, just for those of you who aren't regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners, I don't drink. Yeah, Jesse has um, Jesse never uh, never had a drink in his life, right? Yeah, I mean, you had some of that I mean, beer. You had, yeah, had some of that beer. beer. Now, what, okay, what like, are these? What are these cocktail stirs? Guy, Can it looks you explain like, these guys? Well, in, uh, in honor of the Minnesota Danny, the Minnesota part of it, I right. made cocktail stirs with the image of Garrison Keillor. Oh, Garrison Keillor. Straight from Lake Wobegon, into my booze. All right. Um, well, Here, I guess take that uh, fucking Garrison Keeler away from me. I guess. Uh, I guess. Should we call the Minnesota uh, Nightmare? Salute, everybody. Cheers. Ew. <laughs> Oh, I, I hate our signature cocktail. Oh. oh, my God. That's like drinking uh, like an alcoholic lemon cough drop. Oh. <laughs> I, I blame the limoncello exclusively. There's no, there's, yeah. Wait, quick question about the limoncello. What's it been filtered through? A uh, single diamond. So. Well, that's the problem! Yeah, not enough amount uh, of diamond. Does anybody out there have a cup and want one of these? Uh, because... Are we uh, about to give out free booze? Well, what are we going to do? Are we going to keep this? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's keep it. Yeah, good Fuck idea. Oh. Uh, is that the end of the show? Or are we just yeah. going to go off? Uh, We're just going to go off saying on that, that, that was gross. We're just going to go off on that fuck em. Yeah. What did you guys... Okay, quick I'm gonna. I'm going to talk to... I'm going to talk to Rebecca about sure. it for a second. Rebecca, what, what did you think of the Minnesota Danny? That was truly vile. Was it the best podcast signature cocktail you've ever tasted? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Minnesota Danny! Yes! Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for bringing this. It's very nice oh. of you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sponsor this week. Jordan, of course, here joining me by telephone. We're interrupting our live program. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you. It's good to be on the telephone. Um, great sponsor this week. Uh, a listener named Henry Kaplan has written to us and requested that we wish a very happy birthday to his young brother, Jimmy Kaplan. Yes. Happy birthday, Jimmy Kaplan. Do you remember do you remember the show where we had a lonely sandwich play a ukulele and oh, sure. uh, I started I, eating. That was rude. Yeah, that was pretty rude. Uh, I apologize. Um especially to Jimmy. I mean it's the poor guy's birthday. Yeah, I'm eating in the middle of his birthday. Do you remember it's when not even cake. I'm not even eating cake. Jimmy, do you Jordan <laughs> Do you remember when Jimmy came here and played the trumpet during Jordan sings a song? I do. That was great. That is this guy. This guy is basically our hero. He made one mm -hmm. of the single greatest contributions to Jordan Jesse Go history. Yeah, live trumpet playing. So it is this. We are taking this opportunity on behalf of Henry Kaplan to wish Jimmy Kaplan a happy birthday. Um, he is a college student now. He's in mm -hmm. a ska cover band called Danger Mermaid. 
Oh my gosh. Again. Great. Ska cover band named Danger Mermaid. Man, look for those guys. Um, and that's uh, a fun show. You know that's a fun show. It's got to be fun. Everybody's skanking. Sure. To songs that they know. Sure. And can sing the lyrics to. Um, so anyway, a, a happy birthday to Jimmy Kaplan from all of us here at Jordan Jesse yeah. Goen from Jimmy's brother Henry Kaplan. Oh, um, as long as you do, uh, happy birthday. As long as you guys in your cover band don't play any rap songs. <laughs> yeah, you don't need any rap songs in a Scott cover band. Absolutely yeah. not. What eighties eighties songs? That's a great. That's a great. Uh, oh, people love. What about our house? Everybody loves our house. Fantastic. Boom. Um, Jordan, it's Max Fun Drive time. We've got a new MaximumFun.org. And uh, the most exciting thing that has happened so far is that it, it just started today as we record this. And earlier today, the first ever donor uh, joined our $100 a month donation level. That's Jordan's Platinum Angels. Um, oh, so if you're. You know, hold on. Don't. Let me clarify what Jordan's Platinum Angels is. That's when they personally send me a check for $7. Okay, well, I guess... This guy can be something else. He can be our... There's two Jordans Platinum Angels, then. One is when they give me $100 a month. One is when they send you a check for $7 a month. Yeah. Or just $7 overall. No, I just... This is a one-time check. Okay, a one-time situation. Well, if they really want to be good, they can join Jesse's Golden Eagles at $200 a month. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You can have that. Okay, cool. Well, it's all on the new, brand new MaximumFun.org. Come take a look and... uh, uh, thanks for interrupting your workday, Jordan, uh, to record this special message. No problem. And I'm sorry I can't say the word message. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Two S's. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. We had a great time up here. Um, I, can you take this creepy yeah. hat away? <laughs> And actually, um, I, I think I think that is it for us. Right. Um, um, but we like to close. Each yeah, yeah. We we have one more little bit. It's, I know it's been a long night. They, they, please give yourselves a hand. Thank you so much for coming. It was very nice of you. We appreciate it. Um, one more kind of little bit. I feel like I should bit. keep drinking it. I feel like I'm responsible for keeping to drink it. Oh, uh, if we don't if we don't finish it. it, then everybody's gonna think we're pussies. <laughs> Jordan, I'm wearing a knit tie. I'm pretty squarely in the pussy camp. Yeah. <laughs>